to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen. With me today are Louis D'Souza and Anne-Marie Young. This is your Daily Dose of Happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. And we're excited to be back. Uh, last Friday, I took the day off so that Louise and I could go to the beach, which was great for us. Not so good for listeners, perhaps, but we're back. We're back and we're having a good time again. And uh, nice to have Louie back. We missed you last week, Louie, but you're looking good. Thank you. Yeah, you're looking very relaxed. We, uh, I, I managed to, somebody gave us a couple of days down at a beach in, uh, so, so we jumped in the car and off we went. Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> well, no, don't blame you. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. So stay at the coast and the beach for a couple of days was brilliant. We had a lot of fun. Mm, no, that's really good. Really, really good. It was good. great weather. It was really good weather. Have yeah. you got that half hour of good weather then, did you, Louis? <laughs> no, no, no. Days of it. Days of it. It was great. It was great. <laughs> My, my England and your England, we're different, you know that. <laughs> I mean, I know it rains a lot there, but uh, do we really need to pile on and just talk about endless rain in England? I mean, is that really the way it is? <laughs> well, it's it's not the way it is in, in my world, but again, I'm, I'm, I've, I've, I've got these beautiful glasses that I put them on and only see what I want to see. Perfect. Classic <laughs> rose-colored glasses. I love yeah. it. <laughs> That's great. That's a wonderful thing to have. It's a good tool. Actually, I think we all need to have that tool. Every once in a while, we all need to look through rose-colored glasses just to remember what it's like if we had forgotten. Just good idea. It, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because it gets so easy to focus on all the trap, all the junk, all the stuff that's going on out there that we don't like so much. You know, rose-colored glasses are useful. See, everything is really great. See, everything is wonderful. The, the word, instead of stuff I like using these days, is psychological drama. Yeah. <laughs> psychological and every other kind, actually. But <laughs> Drama is like the order of the day these days. It's gotten to the point where uh, people can't even live without the drama. It's almost like an addiction when you think about it. No, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, I, I don't, really, don't really have a topic in mind for today, but uh, I figured we could at least just kind of share some news and share some stuff that's going on and see what, what's going on that could lead to a topic. Um, so I'll just do a little sharing. Like I said, Louise and I went to the beach on Friday and we went again yesterday and both were really wonderful days. Very, very relaxing. Um, I did a lot of meditating, which is a fun thing to do. I don't know if you guys have ever tried meditating while looking at ocean water, but it's really nice. It's very, very deeply relaxing. It just, I mean, the hard part is staying, staying awake because literally you want to put yourself into like, you know, third level REM sleep or something. But it was really good. It was really, really good. And I would say that it was needful too. I, I continue to marvel at, with all the work that I've been doing on myself, like others, like you have done, Anne-Marie, like you have done, Louis. After all the work I've been doing, I continue to marvel at how I find new ways to appreciate all the little bits of resistance points that I've created over the years. Cause I've created a lot of them and I'm letting go of them, which is yeah. good, mm. you know, but just when I've gotten through resistance point number 5,286, <laughs> <laughs> it's just one after another. It's continuous. <laughs> and then, then you're also making new ones along the way. Aren't you? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just to keep things lively and interesting. Yeah, it's it's quite the thing to, to constantly be finding new ways to get into a better feeling place and discovering all this stuff that I'm letting go of, letting go of, letting go of. It's almost like a Jenga game. You know that game where you have the, mm. the pile of uh, little stones pieces and so forth? You, you, you pull each one out and, and eventually the tower falls down, you know, that kind of thing. Um, it's like when that tower falls, that the tower is almost like the tower of resistance points. So how many little pieces can you pull out before the tower falls? It's, it's kind of like Jenga in reverse. Jenga, you, you want to yeah. avoid having the tower fall. This, you want the tower to fall. But other than that, it's the same game. <laughs> so Are you finding the resistance easier? I don't know. Isn't that a contradiction in terms? <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, resistance is what's, what makes it hard. Letting go of the resistance, resistance, that's the easy part. Am I finding it easier to let go of resistance? Um, 
I can't honestly say I'm seeing a big difference. The, the, the big difference of any kind is that I'm just finding more to let go of. Mm. I mean, it's happening quicker, so to speak. I'm, I'm running into more stuff like, oh, there's another one. Oh, there's another one. It's like, you know, every five seconds, it seems like. Yeah. So lots of practice. Yeah. I find I'm noticing it a lot more now than I ever mm. used to. Yeah. Which is good. Well, as long as you're letting go of it. You know, detuning and Absolutely. all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you're revving it up, that's probably not the most ideal situation. <laughs> <laughs> but that's part of the practice, part of learning. Um, you, when did you get out? I, I know that you finished boot camp, boot camp relatively recently, but I don't remember how soon it was. It was probably about two months ago. Two months ago. So okay. it's not too long ago, but mm. it's it's long enough to sort of lose the comfort of the support mm. you get. Yeah. And be out on your own and suddenly things get a bit real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you find <laughs> what is often reported that once people leave that boot camp atmosphere, that they more easily, what's the word, relapse, fall back on old patterns because they're not sticking to the routine that they've learned? I think I think that's what she said. I've certainly sort of found that myself the last couple of weeks where it's just been so busy Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to just like slip back, but then when you, it gets more uncomfortable though as you slip back mm-hmm. because you notice it much more. So I, for me, I've slipped, but I've noticed that and getting back on track again. Um, but I think having that support of boot camp and those calls every week and somebody telling you what to do, that just keeps you going, doesn't it? But when you're on your own, there's, there's no accountability for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, accountability has to be internal at that point. Absolutely. Which, which is what Louis has been doing all along. I mean, he didn't do a boot Absolutely. camp per se. He, well, I, in some sense, some sense, his life has been a boot camp. But in another sense, he never actually signed up to do a boot camp. So, I mean, have you ever left boot camp, Louis? <laughs> I don't get the feeling you ever have. <laughs> For you, it's been one continuous journey. <laughs> well, when your drive, Walt, is to understand life to the degree and the level of focus that I have landed up experiencing and doing, it's because internally, as you mentioned the word internal, which is completely accurate, it's my vortex's strong desire to do it. Therefore, two things happen. One is it's not a chore. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and secondly, it does continue all the time. You know, I'm, I'm always quite aware of when I'm falling off any path that I want to be on, not that anybody else has boot camped me on. Um, then, you know, I am aware enough to say, you know, I'm not going to focus on what I don't want. That is not falling off the path bad. I'm going to focus on let's, move forward on, on and, and do what is best for me and focus on what I want and, and move in that direction. And then it's really easy because the resistance is, is all based around, you know, letting go of all the stuff, but it's not that anymore. You're now focused very keenly on if you've got some dirty water, if you've got a glass of dirty water and you keep on topping it up with clean water, it eventually will clean out that water, won't it? Mm-hmm. Eventually, sure. Sure. So my focus is 100% on that philosophy and not the philosophy of getting rid of all the stuff that has been holding me back and all the rest of it. I mm-hmm. don't like that philosophy at all. It's not, you know, as soon as I understood that I didn't have to play that game anymore, I was so happy. It was such a relief <laughs> release that yeah. I didn't have to dig up all my graves and bury them again or something. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> and, Great you know, that, that, I say. Yeah, I mean, it's... <laughs> That's what psychologists do, hey? What went wrong in your life? Let's dig it up. And then they go bury, try and bury it again, you know? So, it's just, philosophy is flawed in my mind, very flawed. So, you know, I'm now just trying to pour cleaner water, cleaner water, cleaner water, cleaner water, cleaner water. Mm-hmm. And I'm moving forward and everything's, you know, getting more hunky-dory. More things are falling in place. More things have got to ease. You know, yesterday we went to a castle with Anthony and Astrid. Astrid, uh, Astrid was on the show, um, Emery. Just talking about energy. Uh, it's my sister-in-law, Anthony's my brother, and um, we went to a castle. And you know, it's one of those 
ruined castles, you know. The guy blew it up with some some explosive. <laughs> and he didn't decide, you know, let me go build somewhere else because <laughs> this one is just going to cost too much to repair. So he got this lovely ruin there. And, you know, everybody who's got a big estate has to have a ruin somewhere. So he's now got his ruined castle. But <laughs> they got so much money I don't know what to do with, obviously, these guys. But um, <laughs> what, what I was doing is, you know, we're walking around. It's a really nice castle, loads and loads of grass, loads and loads of space. And then I said to my brother, I want to sit there, just over there. He said, why? I said, well, it's kind of out the wind, but energetically that looked perfect. So I went there and we laid out a few blankets, had a little meal. And uh, then my two daughters just fall asleep. They're lying face down on this on this ground, on this earth right there. And they're like out for the count for hours, hmm. totally hours. And I was thinking, you know, this energy... For this earth energy of 4.7 hertz, they're right there, right on top of it. They, you know, and this place felt energetically correct. And you just kind of, everything just starts falling in place in degrees and ways and means that you, you can't even begin to fathom, you know. It's, it's, it's on levels which are uh, beyond your ken and, and you just appreciate it because you've got some kind of awareness of what's happening, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, just the drive there was just gorgeous. It was just beautiful. Mm. The end was like such a dirt road, and not almost a dirt road, but it was so hedged in. You know, your your winds, your your rearview mirrors were were hitting on both sides. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know how you pass on those roads, but you know, there were huge <laughs> hedgerows in England, which you, you never see anything in England except hedgerows. Right, um, right. <laughs> you go to the country to see hedgerows, but um, it, it is really fun because. Um, you know, you've got kind of like this this, this effect of the, the trees over you and all the rest. You've got this tunnel vision and, and uh, you know, you're very aware that you better slam the brakes on if something comes around that corner. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you've got like this really keen sense of awareness of basically survival mm-hmm. <laughs> that keeps you really alive and awake. And I love that feeling. You know, the, the more dangerous it is, that's why I've always got a yeah. big problem with health and safety. Um, <laughs> because you should be aware to keep you safe, not put all the gloves on and the masks and the this and the that and use sticks and everything else. You know, and me, I will take my finger right next to the blade, but me with my awareness that keeps me from getting it cut off. Nothing else. Me keeps it from getting cut off. So, you know, I love it when I can get in any situation like driving down these little roads where I'm actually forced to, you know, if a car comes head on, it's, we're going to hit each other. Mm. So you've got to stay 100% alert. And, you know, and I just enjoy that kind of thing. You really, really stay on your toes. And, um, you know, if you treat life as this is your last day every day, you really start looking at it very differently. <laughs> sure. You're also going really to be driving keeps... a little bit slower, I think, just just out of pure safety, <laughs> just out of survival <laughs> mode. <laughs> I yeah, think I'll take this what... corner at 85. <laughs> but what you do, Walt, is it's a process. Is Yes, you start off slower, but then you, you perceive what your limit is mm-hmm, with yes. your level of perception, with your thing, and you can push it just to that, that point where you feel comfortable. <laughs> um, and that's what I like doing is you start off slow and then you build it up because you've gone around the corners. You can see how far you can see and you get an idea of how fast and what corner and which place you can push it and which one you can't. And I like doing that. I like, you know, I like living on the edge. I'm, I'm thinking of taking up um, kite surfing. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, Okay. So you should have a look at some YouTube videos on kite surfing. It's fantastic. You've got these long kites, and you're in the middle of the sea. You've got, like, a, a board. Um, most of them are fairly small, these boards. that You're, like, skimming over the waves, and you've got right. this huge kite pulling you over them. And then you've got foils, which is something that raises you off off mm-hmm. the ground, and it's, and it's got this kind of, like, um, smaller footprint underneath that just rides the wave so mm-hmm. you you've got far less resistance easier to maneuver etc etc and you can actually right. ride waves with it when there isn't even a wave um <laughs> because you wait you're riding the wave underneath not not the one on top 
So it's a very different world and uh, an expensive world. Uh, I found out. Just <laughs> 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 so, so, talking you, liability insurance, either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my wife does. So I have to um, have a look at the re- re- revisit the insurance before I start doing <laughs> Right. Yes. <laughs> so you know. Um, so, so Louis not totally have, averse to the safety part, just mostly. Have, have, you, have you heard that say that saying before? You know, I do it do it to put her mind at rest, not mine. Ah, okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I've taught her enough LOA to know that she's going to be okay. <laughs> Our friend she Steve Rawls uh, in, dropped into the live stream. He says, uh, "I'll put it up on screen here." He says, "If you're not living on the edge, what's the point of it all?" Risk is fun. Risk is the fuel of life. Because, in fact, in reality, there are no risks apart from those we put on ourselves. Yeah, but, Walt, how many times today did somebody say, stay safe? Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't keep up with the meter, so I'm not sure. It's, it's been too <laughs> Every time somebody says that to me, Steve, um, what I say to them is, no, I'd rather stay uh, focused and f- and 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 uh, on the edge and alive and and uh, safe. No, thank you. You can give that to somebody else. <laughs> That's for the birds, mate. <laughs> So yeah, no, I agree completely. The uh, it's it's a thing that the, it's it's a contrast again. You know, contrast is your teacher. So if you're mm. treating every day as the last day of life because you might die, then you can live to a higher degree, to a more aware degree, a more exciting degree, a more exhilarating degree. So mm-hmm. um, I always playing with contrast. I understand clearly that contrast is the teacher. If you've got a good teacher, a good guru, a good mentor good whatever what they're doing is throwing contrast at you true yep that is true that's part of the coaching process so to speak exactly yeah Um, so you start understanding that i can create my own contrast Mm -hmm. i can look at every life as the last day of my life and Mm -hmm. i can i can raise my awareness and i can do all these things so i don't need a teacher i've i've got the understanding of the philosophy of life now let's go out and just live it which is a good thing to do and 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 live on the edge and um, there's also a flip side on this whole question of risk and i'm realizing as you're talking now that i encountered it at least twice a day maybe three times and one of them just came like in the last minute i got a text message from one of our gardeners from you know the gardening service that we run and uh she accidentally well while she was working in someone's garden she accidentally cut a hose that works with their swimming pool and it turns out it's a 100 dollars repair and she sent me a note saying she was so apologetic, and I, I told her already I paid for it, but she was very apologetic, and oh, I'm so sorry, it's an expensive mistake. And when when you run a business, things like that, that's that's one of the risks. You know, things happen. Exactly. You got employees out yeah. in the field. Mm-hmm. My my reaction when I saw that was, oh, okay. I mean, I, I had no emotional attachment. Five years ago, a hundred dollar mistake would have been, oh god. Now it's yeah. like, oh, all right, well, whatever. <laughs> Who cares? It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> These no, things just happen, don't they? You... They do. Sorry, Louis. I, I had a mentor in the network marketing arena, and he always he was always saying to me, "Don't sweat the small stuff." I'd come, yeah, right. Wah, 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 wah. and he said, "Don't sweat the small stuff," and not answer the question at all, and walk away. <laughs> 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 and he's like, "You just want to hit them, but you know, you just knew you was right." <laughs> the second incident that happened today was I was out taking my walk, which was in uh, mid-morning today because of the way the weather was around here and it was a gorgeous gorgeous morning got out there and i'm feeling okay um we of course yesterday was beach day today was back to work day so i was not quite as high as i was yesterday but still feeling pretty good but i was also feeling a little bit of stress also because there was stuff that that was going on anytime that you start off uh the week stuff happens that's just part of being in this business and so, sure enough, stuff had happened, and, and I was navigating it pretty well, but um, I, I wasn't quite at the highest level that I would like to be. But anyway, I'm, I'm walking along, and I'm, I'm in, in this beautiful morning, and, and you know, the greenery is everywhere, and blue sky, and all this kind of stuff, and I'm feeling a little bit stressed. Like, oh, no, i got to shake off the stress. What is it? And then I finally realized what it was. I was walking too fast. All I had to do was slow down and enjoy what I was doing. <laughs> that was it. That was the whole problem. And I did. Yeah. I slowed down practically to a crawl, and I said, "Oh wow, this is great!" <laughs> 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 you, 
you know, Walt, if, if you're walking forward and feeling tired, one of the best things to do is turn around and walk backwards. Walk backwards, yes. No, no, it does. It energizes you. It does. Yeah. It does. It completely energizes you. Um, sure. If you understand true. energy, you start understanding these little things. But what I wanted to praise you on is your awareness that it was walking. How many people wouldn't have had the awareness that it was walking? <laughs> well, I, I kind of found it indirectly. The way I, di- I discovered it was by really just by recognizing I wasn't really appreciating this deep green, this beautiful blue, this you know, perfect temperature and so forth. And so I, I kind of stopped mentally mm-hmm. to ask myself why. And as I stopped mentally, I physically stopped as part of my mental process and realized at that point in time, oh, I just need to stop. And as soon as I realized that, then I realized I was ta- walking too fast because I really needed to just slow down. But I didn't, I didn't get the realization first. What I got first was I'm just not appreciating enough. I can feel that. That's the part yeah. that I felt. Yeah. I had something similar last week. Well, and I just thought, well, my neck's hurting. Where's my neck hurting? Because I was looking down. I wasn't looking up, mm. looking around, taking in the view, this beautiful nature. Just wasn't taking it in. And then suddenly, yes, I got that appreciation for it because I was no longer looking down. Yes. Mm. Body posture. It's amazing what that can do too. Isn't it? Absolutely. Well, yeah. um, I, I, at the moment, I'm in a slight bit of pain. Uh, that's why I'm sitting extremely erect. Uh, because I don't know if you, you're ready to hear the whole drama, psychological drama that Louis goes through with. Um, Are you with, kidding? With, Louis with talks about things. how we <laughs> talk about the drama. Well, you always story. want me to I'm be human. Sometimes I have to try and be human. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> so, um, if I bend down, etc., I've got this pain in my left buttocks, mm. okay, where you've got the gluteus maximus minimus medius. Then you've got another. Sorry, that went um, three times fast. Sorry, no, go ahead. <laughs> gluteus, I'm just being, I'm you've being heard of the gluteus right maximus, I'm sure. <laughs> That's the big one. Gluteus <laughs> min, 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 medium. Minimum, minimus is, is the medium one, and gluteus. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> maximum, minimum, don't mind, you know, there's three of them, one big, medium, small. <laughs> um, so, so I like being sick. I like having these challenges. You know me, right? So I'm lying in bed uh, last night and I, I zoom in on it. So I take my one hand and I put it on and I'm, I move all the way around my buttocks to feel the exact point where it is. And I'm zooming in on it. And I've noticed that my buttocks is cold. And I know that if a part of your body or your muscles are cold, is um, then there's not enough energy there. So I start taking my hand and, and warming it up. And then I, I hold my 14, which is on the rib cage here in the front, and because that feels the right point. And then I start squeezing the skin on my, my, my on that area. And then I start feeling everything starting to ease out in that area. And I feel that every, the hot, that part of that area is, he, is heating up and it's getting that really nice heat. Um, it's not overly hot and it's not overly cool, but it's energetically um, vibrant is the way I, I'll use the word. And it, it, it is warmer to the touch and it's definitely much warmer than it was in the beginning. And then... What happens is I start feeling my alignment, which you were talking about, my whole back starting to kick in, and then eventually my whole neck was going, (laughs) and then I started realizing that whole alignment was coming in there. Mm -hmm. And then I felt I had to go under my arm, and then there was a real sore point there, and I held that, and I was still holding that gluteus point. And when I held that gluteus point, I had this vision in my mind of exactly what has happened, this thin muscle, um, which I did look up its name, which is underneath these three muscles going in there. And as it was joining onto the, onto the bone, there was a slight tear there. And that mm. is what the issue was. And I, and I could see the whole thing clearly. Wow. All right. Um, and that's, like, that could be wow. the impressive part. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is. And, and it, it was only for about a second. And then, you know, I now knew what it was. And I've hurt my muscles before. And I know they take a long time to heal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm saying that's a belief structure and I want to change that belief structure. I want to be able to speed oh, that good. up. Good for you. Um, so that is what gurus could do. They can take existing belief structures or, or external influences 
mm-hmm. and, and, and be able to uh, shorten that time frame and, and even eliminate it completely. So a, a good spiritual healer, one that's really in tune with their own understanding and belief, knows they can heal you quickly. They know they can touch their source, direct that source, that confidence and that, that alignment into you because they've done it so often. All right. And they, they can override the, the external influences. You know, I mean, if we could understand how to override the influences of gravity, we'd be able to fly like Superman. Okay. But at the moment, luckily, a lot of us still feel that every time we walk out of the house in the morning, we're not going to float upwards, which is great because <laughs> it keeps a, a semblance of reality going in this world of ours. When you start understanding how everything's put together, you start understanding that is actually how it is. And it's great that we do have a lot of these active vibrations running around the place. Otherwise, things would be going really haywire. We wouldn't know where we were. So this world has created a a certain level of stability for us, uh, which our higher selves has has helped create over eons. Um, So you've got this this, this aspect. And then so... Um, I'm doing I'm doing this thing and, and and I get up and I think well maybe it's completely healed and no it wasn't it was almost as painful <laughs> if not worse than it was before so I go have a bath and I'm lying down in my bath and um, I always use water if I want to speed up healing water water is my go-to okay throw the salt in put a few drops of um, essential oil I like the citrus ones uh, yeah. they're my favorite um, and just lie there and then keep on working on it and, and focusing, relaxing. And I'm keeping my eyes closed through all of this, even going to the bath with my eyes closed. All right. So what I'm doing is I'm internalizing everything. I'm not looking at anything outside me. I'm spending quality time with myself. All right. Mm-hmm. And then slowly but surely, even the thinking slows down. Mm. And everything starts relaxing even more, and you get the effect of release and re- relief and release happening more and more often all the way through the body. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of giving you this whole process of these kind of things that I do because it will give you an idea maybe of something that you can do in your own life. Mm-hmm. But it is very unique to me. I haven't found too many people who, who play with this whole scenario the way I do. Then I got back into bed, and in the morning we went for the walk to um, the castle and in the walking it was almost like it was fixed completely but then going when I bent down there's still a bit there so I I know that this would normally take probably about a week maybe two to heal but I'm almost probably 90% there already and so I have managed to speed up the entire process of the healing process and that's why I say I enjoy being sick because I know how to take myself from not being well to well with all these different tools that I have at my disposal. Um, LOA, a water, energy, etc., etc. And so, that, I mean, really, <laughs> the list is long because I've been a sick kid and I've had years and years and years, 50 mm. odd years of, of looking at different ways that I can heal myself. So I've got, I've got a huge tool bag of different things that I can do and um, one of the things I've done for myself is bought myself a little Vortex water machine, which should be arriving tomorrow here. Um, <laughs> so I've always begun finding more ways of helping my water be better. And this mm. removes the, ca- the um, chlorine. Um, it oxygenates the water. It keeps it moving like it was. It would be in a stream. Um, it's a very natural process. It's in a glass bowl. It's got good symbols on it. I'll put love and appreciation on it. Like I've got in all my water mm. bowls, etc. Yeah. Um, and you know, I will be taking my water to another level. And I've even thinking of one other thing that I'm going to do for my water, because, you know, if you put really, really, really good water into your body, which your body's about 70% water, you, you're going to be helping yourself massively on so many different levels. You're going to be able to heal quicker. You're not going to get sick as often, etc., etc. And the list goes on of what higher vibrational quality of water can do for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it, it's difficult to explain to anybody where I'm at with playing with all these tools, but I'm trying to give anybody and everybody a semblance mm-hmm. of, where I am and what I can do and the way I'm approaching it and the practical and simplistic things that I do 
to fix all these things. But um, not in only to fix them, but as I say, it's just to keep that water, that dirty water glass, clean. <laughs> all right, because I know dirt comes in comes into it through the air and all through all other things. So you know, you still have to keep it putting clean water in all the time. So. Um, yeah. Emery, uh, you're going to love watching Louie on this next portion because Steve Rowell, who is a former co-host here on the show, um, and I've actually been out of touch with him for a couple of years, so it's good to be back in touch. He's posted a, a question for Louie and me. I'm going to put it up here on the screen. He says, Walt and Louie, you appear to be doing exactly the same thing as you were many years ago on the show. Why have you not moved on and progressed massively? LOA is amazing and can push you to new heights in this world. I'm proof, but no longer shout about it as I'm too focused on the job at hand. And Louie, I can just see the smile already emerging on his face <laughs> on this one. <laughs> you want to take a crack at this, my friend? <laughs> uh, judging somebody else, that is an interesting one. <laughs> Unless you have walked in my shoes, it's just impossible. I have seen so much growth in myself, it's just unbelievable. And I'm only hinting at things that, that people can do and say and be. And you have no idea what may happen tomorrow or the next day in my life. But I, I'm not jumping up and shouting about it. I'm simply sharing it. So, uh, and I don't know. Um, wow, I just see how much I've progressed and haven't stayed the same uh, on so many different levels. But I can see what you're saying. I mean, I have I have brought up a lot of similarities over the years, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but one thing that I see that a lot of people don't do in, say, co-hosts or, or training, et cetera, like this, is show the, in, the, the, the level of consistency that I have always been able to bring to a thing. You know, I've been pretty consistent, well, from day one, changed mm -hmm. a few things along the way, all the way through. And it's that level of consistency and drive. Now, some people have this great desire to save the world and to help others. I don't have that, okay, because I don't see them faulty or broken. So I don't have this great desire to want to go heal and help and save the world, etc., etc. Um, I have a fascination with soil, but I do that just because I have a fascination with soil, not because I want to heal the planet, because I don't really see it as broken. And I know that we can heal it very, very quickly if we all put our minds together and want to go that way. Um, so... You know, it, it's just different, you know, and I really appreciate what he's saying. Um, uh, I may well be perceived to be the same person I was many years ago, but I can tell you I know I'm not. My wife will tell you I'm not. My kids will tell you I'm not. Um, <laughs> and, you know, if anybody's going to judge, they'll be able to judge. Uh, so, you know, it, it's really difficult to... To, to say that, I mean, I just like the question because, you know, anybody who can try put me on the spot, I admire them. <laughs> uh, because, you know, it's, it's just a journey and, uh, you know, I remember my, my mentor, I said to her, how old are you? And she said, don't judge me by this lifetime alone. <laughs> so if you just change an iota, just a tiny bit in a lifetime, that may be enough. That may be enough. But you don't necessarily need to go through massive changes, etc. And uh, it, it's just a long, long journey. And, you know, I think I've done a lot of changes, but I know that I could have done more. Um, but again, I found that pacing yourself is very important. Very important. But I also think as a listener, you can hear the same things over and over and over again, but one day you'll hear it exactly. when you need to hear it. Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. And, and uh, the listener base know, isn't always as advanced, are they? You know, when I I'm think not, of I've just, learned a lot. I just think of my own family, Amberie, and uh, I, I, I watch how... Um, I have said the same thing over and over again. One day my wife said to me about one specific philosophical concept. Oh, that's what you meant. And, you know, I've said it like <laughs> 20 different ways for 20 different years. Well, no, not quite. No. So it's exaggerating <laughs> it. But, you know, now she gets it. And I was like, what? You only got that now. You, she, you know, you, but it's so nice to see them see that clarity. Yes. You know? They've got like, like they're really seeing it now. They're really understanding it now. They're on the same page. And... Uh, uh, it's amusing because 
now when I say something to my brother or family or something, so those, those who know me well, um, they now look at uh, what I'm saying in a, in, in, in a completely different way to uh, the way they used to know little Louis and the way they'd listen to him and all the rest of it because they're now seeing that I can see patterns and, 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 and ways and means and waves and how things fit together and all the rest of it. And now I'm trying to point out to them how these patterns fitting, are fitting into their life and they, they, they tend to want to take on board a little more by what I'm saying. And that, that is the way it works. Um, when somebody's consistent, um, when they uh, are, are, are displaying good qualities over, uh, that you are interested in over a period of time, you start going to them and go, what are you doing? I want some of that. You know? And, mm-hmm. and, and the, that is nice because that happens eventually. You know? I've often said because I've got a very confident character, etc., I don't get these people who... Um, who lean on me or anything like that. So, uh, you know, I usually only get people who are very, very confident who praise me when they know that they they can happily see what I'm doing and, and, and praise mm-hmm. me. But a lot of the other people are thinking, God, he's an arrogant prick, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that's fine, you know. I understand that you'll get both sides uh, mm-hmm. going there, and that's just the way it is. And I don't need to judge either of them. Uh, I just need to focus on what makes me happy and continue. And I can leave all that psychological drama to the drama um, and, and I focus on where I'm going and off I go. So it's cool. So it's not like there's a lack of drama out there. I mean, fortunately, there's no drama shortage going on. If there were a drama shortage, I mean, that might be an issue, but I, I don't really see it. So I think we're okay on yeah. that score. But for myself, um, yeah, actually, there are a lot of things that I do the same that I did five years ago. Um, I eat every day, I breathe, I drink water. I've been doing that for years, actually, all of those things, now that I think about it. And I keep doing the show, and the show continues to be on the topic of law of attraction. And I do it five days a week, and guess what? I enjoy it. That's why I do it! Do it! <laughs> That's it! <laughs> and but actually, you know I, I used to watch it when Steve was a presenter, because Steve used to be my life coach. And um, I think it's changed quite a bit. I think it's grown. I think it's more confident. I I think it's just more fun. I and quite enjoy it, obviously. People like some of the things that, that, that I said, um, which is great. No, I, yep. I appreciate that. Um, but he also said that he these are the words he used. I needed to go through massive changes very quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, when when life pushes you into that kind of scenario, it can be very unsettling. It can be mm. very, very... Uh, That's um, quick growth, but, is what that is. But mm. there's a reason that happened. And the reason that happened is, is there's trains going in both directions about lots of subjects, etc. And there's a little, level of confusion going on. And then there's this thing shooting out that is tripping you up and all the rest of it because you don't have the clarity of and the simplicity of where you are and where you want to go. And you'll be amazed at how much that keeps you centered in a way that other people aren't. Mm-hmm. You'll be like, you can have this whole storm around you and a cyclone, but you're in the middle and you're just, everything's going on around you. And it's very, very... Um, it's very interesting how how that happens. So, for me, I very rarely get massive changes that throw me all over the place. I'm, there, there, there's there's a rock solidness to to my nature, my character, my 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 mental focus and design of what I want for my future and where where I'm going. That keep that that keeps at bay a lot. Not all. I can be. They they can still be curveballs <coughs> thrown at anybody, no matter who you are and where you're going at any time. But I get far fewer than most other people. I never get fines. I never get this. I never get that. Uh, it's just, I can't believe since I arrived in this country, which is what, mm, 23 years now, I've never had a point on my license in any shape or form. I speed. I do, you know, I do a lot of things wrong. You know? Especially <laughs> I do loads country of things wrong. <laughs> UK law enforcement, you can reach Louis de Souza. <laughs> But you got to catch me first. 
<laughs> Head but, on on a country road. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really interesting how it works. Once you start having that inner deep understanding of law of attraction, how it works, and you start implementing it and, and, and using it consciously, you can create a very interesting world for yourself out there. And, you know, if I go into um, this very dangerous kite surfing sport, I can I can still know with great and total confidence with my level of uh, awareness I can keep myself safe. Mm. Where other people would be worrying about that aspect. You know, I'm going to take on this... this um, more dangerous sport like uh, uh, electric bikes or something, you know, you can go 40, 50, 60 kilometers an hour easily on these electric bikes these days. And some mm. people are just scared of them, you know. Um, you know it's dangerous. Okay. So, again, it's all about awareness. If you really raise your awareness and keep your focus in, in sync, it'll protect you in ways you haven't even dreamt of. And that, understanding that and working with that is what the Christians and other groups and religious groups called faith. Mm. Faith is a belief in a certain level of structure that will work for you. Here's an interesting side tangent on, on what you're bringing up here. Because I've actually learned over the years to have a great deal of faith in myself. But we're, to also, we're talking about things like... Um, electric bikes and uh, cars, you know, driving on, on roads and so forth. And I have a lot of confidence in my ability as a driver, too. What I have little confidence in is other drivers' ability. <laughs> so, you know, if I'm driving down the hedgerow, I'm not worried about whether or not I can handle the hedgerow. I'm worried about the other guy coming at me. He's like, you know, I could come to a complete stop, and that wouldn't necessarily help him at all. So that's the part that I have to work on is how do I learn to – relax in the face of what other people are doing out there. And I've made some progress. I have made some progress on that score, but that's, that's where I have um, more work to do, shall we say. Yeah. My sister said to me many years ago when I was learning to drive, she said, you know, you don't have to worry about yourself. You only have to worry about the other idiot. And, yes. You know, it's, it's the same concept. It is. It's the exact and, same concept. And, and as soon as I heard that, I felt negative emotion. And I right, kept it on is. wondering as soon, as soon as I, as soon as I stood understanding law of attraction, I went back to that statement. Why does it feel bad? Mm. Oh, because I'm focusing what I don't want. And if mm -hmm. I focus on what I don't want, I'm going to get it. So absolutely. focusing on that is absolutely useless and must not exist in my reality. And I will not spend any time on it whatsoever. Okay, so how do I do that? Because there's still the other idiot out there. <laughs> Funny thing. They still went, hey, man, we go. And then you start having faith when you understand when you are so clearly focused on what you want that the time and place of that idiot is there is not when you're there. Yes. Yeah. One of the most, fascinating, one of the most fascinating videos I ever saw was a video that explained how almost impossible it is for an automobile accident to happen. <laughs> I would have liked that movie. I would have put it, it, it up it on was YouTube and given it a million likes. I mean, you, you have to line up a lot of stuff for two cars to meet at the same point at the same yep. period in time. It just, it, it's really very, very difficult to pull off. Hmm. And when you look at it that way, all of a sudden you realize, well, the idiots can do whatever they want. Just, you know, they're going to not anywhere. They're not going to be anywhere near me because that's the way I'm going to choose it to be. And that's what I've been focusing on. That's what I've been practicing. So, for instance, yesterday we were in a lot of traffic coming back from the beach, and I decided I'd had enough of the traffic. So, I could have gotten upset because there were some there, there were the usual crazies that happen in those traffic situations. But I decided I, I was just going to enjoy traveling with the the road in front of me opening up, and you know exactly what happened from that point on. The road just opened up. Mm -hmm. you know, no matter where we were, people would move out of the way. They would actually move out of our lanes so we could go through, which was great. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun when you do that. <laughs> it's, totally it's amazing. I, I use, and I've told you this before, well, uh, I use in my visualization a big broom sweeping the road clean. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that, too. I got to try that one. I tend to just... Yeah. I tend to it's just very, do very it grounding and simple the break. and homely. <laughs> what was that, Amory? I was just saying, I tend to just view it now rather than get myself stressed. I'll just go, do you know what? I'm just going to enjoy the moment. I'm just going to enjoy the the time and the space to just sit here mm -hmm. for a couple of minutes. 
Mm. And then it's just not stressful. It's it's a nice journey, much nicer journey. That's true. Yeah, that is very mm. true. But I'm definitely going to use that broom idea. Clean. I like that broom idea. <laughs> Wonder how far I can push that one. Steve was saying no more that, that that you should explain the unsettling changes that he had to go through. Yeah, I saw that note. That that would probably take the rest of the show. I'm not sure. Oh, right, really, okay. And, and it's not my story. Steve, you're welcome to come on to the show and tell us. Yeah, story. You we can would pop love on. to have you do that. But I, I'd probably mess up half the story. I I'll, I'll, I can just tell you in brief. He 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 experienced. Um, uh, the, the words are going right out of my head. I can't even what, think what it's called. He, he experienced a, a, a child predator when he when he was a child, and the predator was a priest. And so there's a whole story that's associated. Oh, I remember with that. the story. I remember yeah. chatting to, to Steve. Yeah, yeah, we had him on the show once. Was he on the on our show with us? Okay, I don't remember once, that. Yeah, okay. yeah, very. Yeah, yeah. Can't, I think it was a whole show. I remember. But and he, and he uh, briefly. When, when he and I reconnected in the last uh, week or so, actually, he, he shared some of the things that he's been doing. And, wow, his, his life has really, really shifted. So he's achieved those massive changes he was looking for. And well done to you, Steve, for doing that. That's really, really fabulous. But you got to come on the show and tell us about this stuff. Hmm. You know, reach out. Reach out and touch someone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I, I, love these, I love these things where we're experiencing and experimenting with how can we use the law of attraction on a day-to-day basis? That, that to me is one of the fun parts. So for instance, playing with traffic, that's essentially what we're doing. We're more precisely playing with traffic, getting out of our way. Or Parking, not you know, all those simple things oh, yeah. become quite, quite easy after a while. And then they do. Yeah. Yeah. The, the thing that I've kind of brought my life down into absolute simplicity um, is if you, if you say, who am I? I'm a father. Let me be the best father I can. Who am I? I'm a husband. Let me be the best husband I can. Oh, I'm, uh, I, I run this business. Let me just do it the best way I can. And, and when you break it down to that simplicity, you just think about how to do what you're doing in the best way you can. Mm. And that is the level of simplicity that everybody can break their lives down to instead of, because we've got so many options now. I mean, we, we can be non-binary if we want. I mean, hey, That's we don't even true. have to be male or female anymore. <laughs> you know, we, we can go down a route of of of, of absolute ma- madness of all different things out there. But in, mm-hmm. instead, we could just say, "Oh, I'm this. Let me just do the best I can at that. I'm that. I'm just doing the best I can at that." And you know, the whole thing about these different sexual groups and all the different discussions, etc. I don't care who does what consensually behind closed doors. It's of no consequence mm-hmm. to me at yeah. all. Do it with my blessing, yeah, or without it, whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want your blessing. Go away. But don't talk about it. Why do you have to shout about it? Why do you have to say, I'm non-binary. Oh, you must call me non-binary. You know, it's like, <laughs> just leave it alone. If somebody wants to call you non-binary, then they call you non-binary. If they don't, they don't. Just, just let it flow. Well, Instead even with somebody like, the, like that, though, I've, I've gotten to the point now where, I, I mean, if they want to shout it from the rooftops, I say, well, okay. I prefer if you don't do it while I'm trying to sleep, but other than that, I'm okay with exactly. it. Exactly. You know. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's not an issue that they're doing it. It's just that their lives and everybody's lives will be so much simpler if they just focus on who they are and where they're going. Well, there's also the and, fact that people prefer drama. I mean, you you touched on this yeah, earlier. There's all this drama going absolutely. on. They love drama. Let's be perfectly honest about it. They're looking for it. They're, they will defend what? drama to the end of their lives. Hmm. Yeah. If you try to come at them and say you could reduce the drama, they'll say, why the hell would I want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> well. I had that. I had that with my mother once. I mean, she was, she was I just. I can give them a few reasons. <laughs> I'm sure you can. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> what was that? And one name? of the sorry. simplest, the, the sim- simplest one, sorry, Emery, um, one of the simplest ones That's is okay. just increasing your own energy and not giving it away and throwing. Let's, well, let's use the word throwing it away. Yeah. Yeah. And with that inner energy, you can move worlds. That's true. So let's go back to Anne-Marie. What was the story you were telling? Or no, I was just saying, my, my mother used to be um, quite of a 
negative um, view of things all the time and she's like was suffering from mental health and things and you know that that wasn't fun for her but it was her safety zone and she'd be like do you think I enjoy feeling like this and it was like actually I think <laughs> this is your comfort zone and I think you do because that's all she knew mm-hmm. well it's clearly what she kept choosing even if she didn't realize what the consequence of that was but nevertheless she kept choosing it over and over and over again so, yeah. so, so the words again I like using is psychological drama, and what psychological drama does is it stops you seeing things as they are. You're seeing things as you've made them up in your head, not as they are. Absolutely. And then Absolutely. life becomes very complicatedly messy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what creation is. Creation is complicated and messy. It's, it's yeah. just that it's, it's it complicates things. Too. Just look at that picture behind you. <laughs> yes, no kidding. Yes. <laughs> and I did all that this afternoon. No. <laughs> but, but, you know, there's, there's absolute truth in what you're saying. Well, we came here to play with contrast and we shouldn't yeah. bitch about it. Yeah. But mm. if contrast is throwing you around to such a degree that you've got no energy left, you've got fibromyalgia or any of these other endless variants of names for low energy that the doctors have come up with over the years, um, ME, fibromyalgia, etc. Then, and, and, and you really want to have more energy, then you need to start thinking of what you can do to. And that's the key right there. You've got to want If you've it. got a lot of energy, yeah. world, you feel you can deal with everything in the world, mm-hmm. anything in your life. Yes. But when you're low in energy, you start bitching and fighting for your corner so that you can have a little bit. <laughs> That's mine. Give me that energy back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here we are back. The low energy garden. people uh, are very vulnerable to vampires. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah. And they keep saying, please come into my life some more. I need more. <laughs> more of taking more away from me. Please. <laughs> But that's what people do. I'm, somebody raised a question in the uh, the Thai boot camp today. Um, actually, co-host uh, Janine B did it. Um, she was asking about what's next in Afghanistan because um, of all the stuff that's going on over there. And what would the source, you know, the, the streamer David, say about um, about that? And the answer I gave and others gave was essentially, you know, well, that's why they came to this life. They came because that's what they decided they want to do, and that's what they're continuing to decide. Um, and it is a different perspective to look at something like that, something which is producing some pretty horrific results in many cases, and say, you know what, that's what they're doing. That's what they're attracting. That's what they're choosing. It's a hard fact. It's a hard thing to deal with. But when you can deal with it that way, everything gets so much easier. Life. I was energy. thinking about... So I was just thinking about that today on the, how it's happened so much quicker. And I was thinking that's got to be the level of fear that mm. the people over there have got that's just made it speed. Well, there was actually an interesting article on the subject um, that I saw. I can't remember who published it, but it was written by a reporter who has been on the scene in Afghanistan for years, writing various kinds of news articles. And his take was that it was happening because the Afghan people and the Taliban have been working out agreements to prevent fighting from happening. And the agreements basically hand control over to the Taliban. But they're doing it deliberately. And they're, the, the, the powers that be who are involved in these negotiations, are they're each getting what they want out of it and then doing the transfer. And they're doing it without killing each other. So from their perspective, this is a good outcome. It may not be a good outcome from our perspective in the West, but from their perspective, it's a good outcome. Perspective you, is everything. Yeah, perspective, use it or lose it. But mm. the, the, the amusing thing for me, Walt, is I don't even know what you're talking about. Well, I'm sure you don't. You don't pay any attention to the news at all. <laughs> no idea. I have no idea what you're talking about. I was talking to Anne Marie just then. Actually, I was listening yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
And there, there are those that would be horrified with my Yes, statement. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it is your civic duty to pay attention. Why aren't you to paying attention? To suffer with the psychological drama that everybody else is. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, what a world. That's one of my favorite lines from the from the Wizard of Oz. What a world! What a world! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm melting. <laughs> the, the other interesting thing, Walt, is it doesn't take me m- much to 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 guess what it's about. Yes. <laughs> Practically nothing. <laughs> I, I don't think you even need the entire headline to be perfectly honest. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it doesn't take a whole lot. Well, you start with the concept of a psychological drama and start to fill in the blank. Oh, okay, I got it. That's it. I'm done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless, of course, you're into the psychological drama, and then it's give me more, give me more. Come on, let's let's fight about this. Let's really engage. Let's go after. It. Come, on. you should be on the right side here. Are you on the right side? You know, you can do all that if you want. So, so, Walt, how many positive newspapers have you ever read? Or see, isn't that, or isn't know that about a contradiction in terms. Positive newspaper, <laughs> of course, but they, they do exist, by the way. I, I have they, oh, good few. to know. I'm glad they to do hear actually that. exist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know why there aren't more? Uh, well, because people won't buy them. Yeah. Exactly. That's because people want mm. want the drama. I mean, I was really pleased when I found out people wanted your daily dose of happy. Mm. Because I was selling what people generally, according to the marketing experts, don't want. Well, when I heard they were actually watching, or watching, yeah, watching too, but watching and listening, I said, holy crap. You mean there's a market for this thing? <laughs> you are our escape, Walt. Yeah, that's right. I'm an escape. <laughs> but it's so true. I mean, that is the, the driving force, that drama, that, you know, the pain points. That's what you learn when you take a marketing course, how to touch pain points. You know, my, da- my dad always said that the Third World War will be started by journalists. <laughs> There's some truth to that one, too. <laughs> um, but it's a very flawed philosophy. But, I mean, why, why, why are negative newspapers so popular? It's because of supply and demand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's not really the journalists, is it? It's all not really. It's, it's the collective. Well, it, <laughs> it, it, it all works hand in hand, you know. Yeah. You have to have a dealer and you have to have a buyer. I mean, mm. That's just the way addiction works. <laughs> you know, you there's, know, there's some great stories like the one I was talking about last time about soil and earth and all, all the things that I came up with, which you seem to quite enjoy. You know, th- there is a lot of positive, fantastic stories out there. And, and Amory, you said you watched mm. that, that, that video, uh. of, um, uh, billions in change guy. Um, that was good. Unfortunately, you should you should pay the tenor and watch the other one. I, I don't know if it's still free anywhere, but I, I must have watched it when it was free. But it seems to be a tenor now or something. <laughs> but, uh, you know, my point of attraction's cool, so I get the cool thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not egotistical at all. <laughs> um, but, you know, that other one is good. You should watch it. I will do. It's more the time. (laughs) I need to manifest more time. (laughs) There there was one that I watched uh, about a week ago that I shared with the audience that I I hadn't shared with you. I'll have to send a a link to it, Louis, but it's on Netflix Mm -hmm. called Fantastic Fungi. It reminded me of some of the stuff that you were talking about that uh, were in that that previous uh, film that you were talking about. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, you're right. There's a lot of good stuff out there, and I think we should be. A lot of good stuff. Not should be, but I think it's worth paying attention to them because they're good fun if If it's sold. I'm a salesman. If it's sold by people that are passionate, you want to listen. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's simple. It's and very, very a lot of people in that industry are quite passionate. <laughs> and look at my sister who's thrown up the company, business, house, everything in the Netherlands with a partner and is, is, is now literally started building a, sh- a borehole first and then a shack. <laughs> now they've got the toilet and <laughs> the solar panels are up and you know right. in the middle of nowhere near the coast in, in Mozambique and planting and growing and all the rest of it and yeah. you know, they're passionate about it and that's a good story you know it is a great it's, story yeah. I love that it's a fabulous thing and we've shared some good yeah. stories here I'm, I'm 
glad for the little bits and tidbits we shared here. And we had a nice piece of uh, here's something in your eye from Steve. Thank you very much for Steve, because that gave us a little more good conversation. But overall, it's been great. It's been really good stuff. So even if it's the same stuff we did five years ago, I got to thank both of you for continuing <laughs> what I did five years ago. It has been fabulous. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you all to our podcast listeners everywhere. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you, everyone. Good night.